We are live. Oh boy. I got nothing today. It's going to be a, a slog. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how this goes. I thought at least I would have time to put some shit together uh, after KM. I didn't get home till 1230. So. Oh, long one. We have, we have some things, but this may be a lot of uh, horse shit today, folks. It's the way I like it. So just, we need you in the chat. If you're in the chat, fire away with anything, anything you want us to talk about. We'll probably do it by the end of the show. <laughs> I, yeah. Anything you say. Oh, well, we got a comment. It says uh, Mike sounds like Rick from Rick and Morty. Oh, well, let's play. Let's get some uh, get some Rick and Morty up. <laughs> <laughs> I disagree with that. Take let's examine so. that for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Did like, someone actually say that or do you make that up? Nope, that's actually there. I sound like Rick. I don't think you do. I think he has a gruffer voice, no? <laughs> I swear to God, Morty. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I sound like that, do uh, I? No. I don't think so. Um, it's like, I like how that was a joke. It's like, you know, actually pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's compare. No, I don't think I do. I don't either. Um, what was I going to say? God damn it. Oh, well, if you want to be part of the chat, folks. Make sure the one place you can go is blindmike.net. That's where you can find the Patreon as well as uh, support the show for free. So if you want, I mean, imagine this, but paying for it. <laughs> we start the show by saying, I've got nothing to talk about. Imagine more of that. And that's, uh, you could go to the Patreon or uh, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, support the show. If you'd be so kind, if you like what we do here, um, then go to blindmike.net. Uh, and as uh, my grandfather's friend, Bob Bop would say, if not, buzz off. I like that. that's a great message. I like it. Uh, I told you that one, right? Uh, probably. Oh, the um, <laughs> yeah. voicemail. Yes, yes. You've reached the residence of Robert E. Bop Jr. If you are a friend or a relative, leave a message. If not, buzz off. That's an awesome for, last name. For thirty years, my grandfather had to. You want to go fishing this week, Bob? <laughs> 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 it's a great last name, Bob. Bob Bop. I never believed it was his last name, but um, I mean, who, 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 you know, two minutes in, we're talking about Bob Bop. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got uh, uh, the Warthog says, is the Bulldog on Frasier based on Jerry Callahan? Oh, interesting. <laughs> I think Frasier was before Jerry ever took to the airwaves, right? Yeah, for sure. Wait. No, Frasier had the most mishmashed radio station. They had Bulldog in the morning who was at one time replaced by Brian Callen. I don't know if you uh, were aware of that. He was on Frasier. He was for one episode. He, he was Brian Callen and someone else were the wacky morning team that played, played pranks on Frasier. <laughs> Frasier was uh, none too pleased with it. That guy Callen's going to make it one of these days, but they had, um, uh, they had a, a food review show. They had a religious show. They had Frazier's therapy show. This station had no structure, I guess is what I'm saying. My mom used to watch Frazier like every night, like reruns. Yeah. And I would sit and watch it. I think I've retained zero from that program. Oh, I'm a Frazier guy. I actually became a Frazier. I was not a Frazier guy as a kid. I thought they were snobby British people for some reason. That's accurate. Well, they're not British. Oh, whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that name. I mean, the uh, not name. Fucking idiot. The accent. Um. Well, no, they're not. They're not doing British characters. No, I know that. But I'm saying like they have that accent. They have a vibe to them. Yeah. <laughs> I bet they're um, dental hygiene. But I became stinks. more of a Frasier fan later in life. 
Yeah, I a like- craniac, you could call me. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did we go to battle with the them for something? They they cowered in fear pretty quickly. I don't remember what that battle was about. <laughs> I think it was before you. I think that was just I mentioned it on KMS, and the craniacs were uh, were flooded with tweets. I believe. <laughs> uh, man, uh, Craig, are you thirty three from Trump twenty twenty four? Yes, I am. <laughs> Chats, I'm glad you read that one. Chat's popping. So we're reading anything, huh? <laughs> oh, I thought that was the plan. Just go and tell people. <laughs> I got, we, got, we got a few things to get to. <laughs> That's true. We do have a few things to get to. Um, I wanted to play that Mark Norman video just because I thought it was very funny. Definitely. I thought this was... Uh, I, I don't even know if I could say the best destruction of a heckler, but definitely the most honest. Like he, You can almost see him feel like liberated in this clip. Oh, he loves it. He, he gets he gets very into it and you can see he starts with like the mark norman shtick like tries to make a joke mm-hmm. and then that slowly fades away and he just gets angrier <laughs> just remember that also this is on instagram so i cannot rewind yeah so norman uh posted it on his instagram it was at uh i'm not sure where he was but some comedy club around the country and he made some joke about prostitution i guess and some woman starts yelling at him <laughs> Was that a boo over there? What was that? What's that? Indeed, you piece of shit. Wait, what did I do? Supporting prostitution? You know that sex trafficking, right? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Supporting prostitution? Yes, I've given them money for years. <laughs> what are you talking about? You can't call. You don't. Uh, I. <laughs> Just the idea that you, you're you at a comedy club. Like, you bought tickets. Even if you don't know who the guy is, you're there. The guy makes the joke about prostitution, and this woman's like, what? <laughs> also, the idea that all sex uh, sex workers are, are sex trafficked. Or imagine just being, you know, this is my time to yell at this guy. Yeah, thinking, I mean... Uh, he, 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 he breaks it down as it goes along, but like thinking you need to speak up for prostitutes in that moment, as if it's going to do anything, <laughs> it, it like did. This, this boo will stop sex trafficking. <laughs> Don't know me. You fucking psycho cunt. Shut up. <laughs> so crazy. You think you're the good guy in the movie. You know, what a fucking retard. All right, um, is that her? Oh, great. All right. Wait, what did I do? Why are you mad? I don't get it. What do you mean I'm promoting it? I'm telling a joke, you fucking psycho. Jesus Christ. I don't think she's smart. Suck my dick. All right, well. That's sexual assault. You're promoting sexual assault. Where does it end? Suck my dick. I'm sure that was transphobic in some way. If we're really, uh, we're really doing the numbers here. Uh, Should have never fucked her. Yeah, that's really fun. <laughs> All right, I'm Kevin Hart. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just like the dismissive, oh, that's sexual assault. You're promoting sexual assault. He's <laughs> like, like, I'm Kevin Hart. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> I don't understand. It's been talked about. Every comedian talks about it on their podcast. And sometimes I think too often do they whine about hecklers. Like there is a point where it's like, I don't know. You did what? Five shows this weekend. One drunk guy yelled out. That's not a crazy ratio, you know. It's the only thing you remember, though. 
Yeah. So, but I just think sometimes like they want about it too much, but it, it is like, I'd love, I'd love to interview that woman and just have a, have a chat with her and be like, what were you hoping the comedy show was? You know what I mean? Because if you, if you say that like, Oh, you can make fun of this, this and this, but not this, that's just like selfish, crazy talk. But also if it's like, I thought it was a G rated, uh, you know, even kinder, more, more gentler than uh, Brian Regan, then you should look into that. You should look into who you're going to see, you know? It, it looks like it's, he's there for the weekend. It looks like, cause he's normally at the cellar, right? Oh, is that in New York? The I comment, assumed it was at one of his like road dates or something. It does. It looks that way, but I'm also like, well, then, at that point you kind of know who you're going to see. That's psychotic. Especially at this point where Norman like sells tickets. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's psychotic for some random woman who seems to be alone <laughs> to be like, I'll just go to a comedy show tonight. It's funny though. Cause like, as this video goes, you can tell she moves. Cause he starts yelling in different directions. Yeah. Right. He's <laughs> following her out of the room. basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I like when he just broke, like you could tell he was bought when he what the fucking retard. <laughs> he didn't know what to do. <laughs> he, he can get away with saying that stuff. still. it's very funny. Cause he's got that uh, kind of goofy voice. Yeah. <laughs> the old timey, ah, comedy. Ain't him. Dude, he was on, last time he was on Rogan, he had a shirt that just said gay Dracula. <laughs> Did he? That was all it said. Rogan, when he was on there, so they have a whiskey, uh, Sam and, uh, Sam Marill and Mark Norman have a whiskey, uh, bodega cat. And, um, I've never had it, but they gave it to Norman brought it for Rogan. And Shane and Ari were like, oh, this is really good. And Rogan goes, this is no Buffalo Trace. (laughs) And you can tell the rest of them are like, well, it's Mark's. (laughs) So (laughs) what are you doing, Joe? (laughs) I remember that. Yeah. Rogan always does weird. Not always, but once in a while, he does really strange shit like that. He has some kind of social autism or something. Like he's an odd duck, that Rogan. Yeah. He's a different person on stage for sure. Where he's yelling, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and like fucking stools, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I like I like Rogan, but um, yeah, like, he's a, he's a very odd and doesn't he like it's as if he doesn't understand jokes. Really, it's weird. Yeah, like uh, Theo Vaughn was on his show and it was uncomfortable listening the whole time. Because oh, well, I'm not really a Theo Vaughn guy to begin with. Well, Theo would do like one of his classic. Uh, you, you just just the way he is, but it's obviously a joke, and Rogan would be like, really. What do you mean by that? Yeah. And he's like, the- Theo left yeah. uh, the king and the sting in the wing, by the way. Well, he's finally making the correct decisions. <laughs> now just the sting in the wing. They've changed it. So here's something funny. Uh, they changed it to the golden hour, which is my buddy Royce Lopez pointed out. Why would you, if you're a guy that gets trolled and goofed on, why would you make your title so close to golden shower? I but, know. I know. But he did. I guess that it's a uh, Delia Schaub and Eric Griffin, I think is on there. Who now I, Eric Griffin is the guy where I'm like, get away from them, man. You seem funny enough to yeah. just leave them. Yeah. I can't believe that Theo Vaughn left Brendan Schaub and Chris Delia. <laughs> yeah. It never made any sense, but they, yeah, they changed it to the golden hour. It turns out there is a podcast that has like a decently successful Patreon called the golden hour. And uh, Brendan Schaub not only took their name, but apparently stole their logo as well. It's like exactly the same. No. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to look that up right now. So go listen to the golden hour, folks. That is just asking for trouble. Well, he's not a, as Mark Norman would say, I don't think he's smart. <laughs> like, I, don't, I, I don't know uh, what it is about him that keeps like begging to be goofed on. There's not, it's weird at this point. Same with stuttering John. There's been some stuttering John news, by the way. Um, but it's weird that these guys at a certain point don't understand the joke. You know what I mean? Like the, if a joke is made about you so many times, eventually you have to say like, Oh, okay. I guess I get at least why they're making this joke, but those guys never seem to. Um, so the golden hour podcast, I type in two podcasts pop up. Neither of them shobs. Oh, okay. So there's more than one. <laughs> yes. It's a uh, one hosted by Dr. Kevin Majors. I don't think that's it. Uh, and Sharif Jones. Yeah, I don't think um, that's it. And the other one is hosted by Dave Mays and Connor McCaskill. That's probably that sounds more like it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm just going. They're not even on the uh, on the first Google search. Jesus, and their Patreon is weird too, where they do weekly episodes, but just half of them. Around the Patreon, and half of Mart. That's a fucking stupid model, right, guys? I'd kind of like to do it if we could get away with it, but <laughs> we don't have Brendan Schaub numbers. So half the episode would be free. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Like one week on, one week off. Oh, I got you. So one releases every like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Is that? Uh, that's not terrible. It's not terrible if you can get away with it. I just feel like would if we couldn't do that, you know? People would be like, oh, I'm paying fucking $10 for a podcast every other week. It's going to be more why you laughing heavy, I assume, in the future anyway. So it's not terrible yes. thought, possibly. No, it's not. If you can get away with it, I say do it. But here at uh, the Blind Mike Project, we are quantity over quality. Yeah. It's always been our motto. Yeah. Hit, him over the, hit him over the head with stuff all week. You got to say this about me. You can't say I've had any significant streak of entertainment as is evidenced by today's podcast, but I haven't taken a week off. <laughs> That's true. There's always been content on this fucking thing. We always cram the week before to make sure the next week still has stuff. Yes. And I almost had to stop myself from doing too much stuff next week. Found out too, by the way, um, there's going to be two weeks in December where I'm fully remote. My God. So that should be the two weeks we decide to hammer out some why you laughing. Why you laughing? Yeah, that's good. Yep. Yes, we will do that. Um, yeah, next week, by the way, I think we're doing um, Stuttering John's One Too Many on Thanksgiving night. Yes. So once you're, you know, spend the day with the family, uh, then come home and cozy up to your old pals Mike and Craig and Stut Joe. Because we will be watching One Too Many on the Patreon. And if you're not familiar, that is Stuttering John's feature film that was presented by a little production company. Don't know if you ever heard of it. National Lampoon. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You ever heard that one? Uh, yes. So I guess National Lampoon has uh, really been struggling over the last few decades. When did this ever come since, out? Ever since Chevy Chase uh, hung up his... <laughs> hung up his wacky suits. Mm. Then uh, uh, National Lampoon has hit some hard times. And in 2008, they gave Stuttering John a feature film. It stars John with, uh, I believe, Jeff Ross as his like wacky sidekick. Oh, boy. 
Uh, although it does appear from the little I've seen that uh, Jeffrey Ross did not to do too many punch up jokes in the script. No, <laughs> his job seems acting specific. Oh boy. <laughs> well, maybe he did punch him up. <laughs> I don't know. I, Jeff Ross is okay. I don't mind. I fucking but. hate him for ruining David tell for me for a, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why young girls hit him too. But that and that alone. <laughs> that the one bad thing he did. Gives them limps. <laughs> it's weird that that just we really pick and choose in society what what sticks and what doesn't yeah were they like uh well he'll have something else happen to him there it was a woman on facebook like just waving her hands screaming please someone listen to me jeff ross fucked me when i was 16 <laughs> i have photographic evidence she had a lot more evidence than anyone i've seen in the me too era <laughs> she's like see that hat there it is on my bed. <laughs> she has ticket stubs, pictures. It's crazy. And everyone was like, ah, fuck off, whore. Beat <laughs> Bo- it. Box Eating Dad says, yeah, when I think comedy, I think Stuttering John and Jeff Ross. Yes, it's a, it's a dynamic duo. Um, I listened to the guys on uh, a podcast. I think they're called Insufferable Bastards. They did a good job breaking it down. And um, they said that clearly... The jokes were written. He, his dream was to have Artie Lang in that role because it's a lot of like fat jokes and Jeff Ross was still skinny at the time. <laughs> so like, it seems like he was really hoping Artie would have done that. He really fluctuates in weight. Jeff Ross. Yeah. He's not uh, another odd looking duck. You would watch like the roast every year. He would look different. Um, speaking of boxing dead, by the way, I want to get back to stuttering John in a moment, but we can't say anything yet. No, nope. can we? Uh, tonight, eight o'clock, live on the VGS Patreon. We're going through that surprise. Oh, this, this cocksucker stealing, stealing people. <laughs> All right, so that's definite. Uh, I don't know if it aired yet, but I have the whole recording, and I'm not waiting any longer. Uh, see, I would. I'm not gonna tag anyone or anything or name it anything. All right, just keep it quiet, people. Be smart. You yeah, know, you'll see. You'll see. Yeah. it might. It yeah. might go tonight. I'll say the first time, I mean, I'm, I'm excited for something happening on VGS. How often can you say that, folks? Every week. Yeah, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's a, he's, <laughs> it's a fine program. Go subscribe. <laughs> Go subscribe just to listen if uh, Mike Harris has a mental break or not. I think he'll, he'll be fine because uh, we're celebrating our third birthday tonight, so he might be okay. <laughs> I haven't received an apology yet. For our... Him uh, accusing me of being part of the Illuminati. That's <laughs> I still don't know what happened. Politics. Classic Geary. Letting politics get in the way. No, I found out he didn't mean like actual politics. He meant like like backstage politics. Yeah, right. No, no, no. I know. Like the, the, the lobbyists have gotten to me and said, <laughs> <laughs> said, he can't have this guy on. He's bad for ratings. Don't have him come on here. <laughs> He'll sink this show. That guy, Mike. And I'm like, all right, fine. The suits got to me again. <laughs> <laughs> Who does he think is pulling my puppet strings? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's the thing. I was. Like the, I, I, I had to. Ex- I had to. Uh, yeah, I had to explain to him. I'm like, yo. When I said don't do this, I meant you look really gay. I don't want you to go down this route. Does he think I'm backed by like? Big Pharma, probably. I don't even know. Like, yeah. fucking uh, Brendan Schaub is, is backing this podcast. Well, we all saw Schaub. If he was backing you, I would say less <laughs> things. That's for sure. He's a monster. He's funding me. <laughs> he does have a lot of money. 
Part of the Shaw PR team? Yeah. Oh, um, Edward Michael says, where's Benny Loco? I did want to talk about that for oh, a minute. Yeah. So we gotta we gotta get into that. Um, are you aware of this? That he's got pissed off at Benny Loco? Yes. So apparently on Stuttering John's Patreon. Benny Loco. Uh, it's it's on hiatus, for those of you that aren't aware. And immediately there were problems because uh John sent out, you know, or posted something on Patreon, said, um, we're on pause. Uh, until January, no one's no one's gonna be charged. Don't worry about it. Even Ojeda's and, gone. Oh, I got no Jetta update as well. Okay, maybe we do have stuff to talk about. We'll get to. <laughs> I like to I like to uh, get rid of the riffraff first. <laughs> Make them think we got nothing to talk <laughs> yeah. about, and then the true believers stick around. You know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Stuttering John his Patreon says we're taking two month break. Of course, immediately. People are like, hey, I subscribed like three days ago. I got charged and now I'm not getting content for two months. What the fuck? And uh, John doesn't even really answer that. He's like, no one's getting charged. Uh, So now it appears people have been getting charged for the month of November. Now, uh, Craig might actually even know this better than me. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Um, Someone subscribes today for Patreon. They get paid. That's for the next, that's for the rest of the month, right? Yep. Yeah. So it's not for last month. (laughs) No, but, um, in his defense, if he stopped charging people monthly, it might still charge them one time when they sign up. Uh, I think these are, uh, his beloved chatters, his loyal patrons. Oh, there everyone got charged. (laughs) I think so. I think I'm, I'm not exactly sure. I shouldn't tell tales out of school, but I think people are getting charged that shouldn't be, which caused his mods, Benny Loco in the chat, and uh, Andrea Brower. How sad is it that I know two elderly women <laughs> that just are in John's chat? I really thought Benny Loco was a guy. Uh, I assume that too, but no. We were lucky enough to see her on a live stream, and um, <laughs> I suspect she may have had a cigarette or two in her life. Benny Loco. Think, um, uh, think Marge Simpson's sisters. <laughs> I did see a picture of her yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, Benny Loco apparently piped up and she's John's most loyal soldier. Like literally was screaming at me, not only in, yes. uh, not in his, but in Richard Ojeda's live chat, I was getting yelled yeah. at by Benny Loco. That's the, she's, she's a ride or die bitch. That's the, the, the box seating dad to VGS. He used to be loyal to this program. Now he's a VGS guy. He's still in but the that's, chat. That's the that's their that's their number one their number one soldier. And so Benny Loco pipes up and says, uh, "Hey John, I think it's wrong that you're charging people." And so of course, uh, John takes to Patreon, and Lee, the, the the post is titled, uh, "Dear Patrons Like Benny Loco." <laughs> <laughs> so he's calling her out. And he says, uh, no one is getting charged for November. Also, no one is getting charged for January. The Patreon is on pause. I mean, until December. I'm sorry. The Patreon is on pause till January when people will be charged again. And it's like, well, John, think about this. If they're charged in January, what are they paying for? December? (laughs) Are you saying that they're not going to be charged till February for, for January's content. I don't get what you mean. So John's just lying and charging people. Now, my theory, I could be proven wrong on this. 
but my theory is that people will be charged again in December. Yeah, it seems that way. I understand like if people signed up, they got charged because you pay one time and then you got like literally everything he's ever done. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Yes, if you just signed up, I guess I do understand that. Well, I could, there's an, get there's the an argument. Of, yeah. Oh, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't get the back, backlog of content. How do you, he has deleted everything. <laughs> okay, he's a pile of shit then. I don't know. <laughs> I forgot about that. The Coors he, Light he, Fund. It's running dry. Uh, I don't know if Stutcho Depot or any of our guys are in the chat, but if anyone with access knows, I could be wrong, but I know he deleted everything off YouTube and all his Patreon content, I believe, is held on YouTube. Or YouTube links, yeah. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure no one is able to get his backlog of content. So they're, not, they're paying for nothing. I mean, they were always paying for nothing, in a way. You could just listen to WATP, but you see my point. Yeah, John is sending a blind guy to warn Mike to stop talking about him. Unfortunately, the guy warned a mailbox. <laughs> you know about that, right? No. Uh, Shuli. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Shuli had a visitor. Yes. I thought you were yeah. talking about, uh, you specifically. I was like, no, no, you no, no, no. You left that great. one out. <laughs> That'd be great. The guy's facing the wrong way. <laughs> Alba has a friend that's legally blind also. And it wasn't until then that I realized how fun it is. I get why everyone makes the same jokes at me every day. Like in that moment, I realized you were watching this blind person. No, 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 not even watching him. Like she would say something and uh, I'd be like, was he facing the wrong way? You know, like just uh, immediately. <laughs> well, you know, all the fun things to say. Yes, I've heard. I've, I've vetted all the <laughs> all the jokes. Um, Stutcho Depot says he's also still charging for YouTube memberships as far as he knows. What the hell is a YouTube membership? There's YouTube memberships. They exist. What does that mean? What, what, do you, what do you get? It's basically like a Patreon, kind of. Yeah, but what, what is... Jo I guess I'm asking, what is John offering? That's not on the Patreon, <laughs> it's, but it is on YouTube. It's, like, it's probably... You can be on... Either you, or? Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I've seen it. YouTube's a fucking... It's so impossible to navigate. I hate it. Well, this is classic John, because now he's going to... Uh, Pretend he's oblivious. I, I do believe he'll charge people, people in December. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, but if he does, he'll that one he won't address. This one will come out viciously angry and be like, to the cunts like Benny Loco, how dare you? <laughs> to those people. And then the next time he's caught doing it, he won't even mention it happened. To the only person that's had my back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's John. And I, Shuli does a great job breaking this down. I've really dove into the uh, Uncle Rico show. Mm-hmm. Which I believe our boy Stutcho Depot produces. He Get does. me on there. Tell Shuli I want on. Um, but what they do a great job of breaking down is his relationships with people. And he uses people. So if Benny Loco isn't moderating his chat, she's useless to him. So if she dare pipes up, <laughs> she will feel the wrath of John immediately. There's not even a second with John of like, Oh, should I just destroy my relationship? Should I burn this bridge? It's immediate. It's like, well, fuck him. Now the gloves are off, he likes to say. You, he thinks it's, he's more important than he is. Or more famous well, I than mean, he, he thinks... First of all, with Howard, when he was on the Stern Show, 
he would always say, and even afterwards, and this would piss Howard off, I think. He would say, like, me, Fred, Robin, Howard. Like, he'd put himself on that level. Where, like, if you know anything about Stern, you know, he holds Robin and Fred in higher regard than anyone. Like, that's the inner circle. I think Artie might have been there at a time. You could say maybe Baba Booey. But, like, it's a pretty small, that's an elite group (laughs) that John felt like he was in and he never was. Yeah, he was a fucking intern for most of it, wasn't he? He was an intern and then a call screener. He he elevated himself to call screener. Ooh. Yeah, so it, it would honestly be like if I was like, yeah, you know, at the start of Barstool, me, Dave, Feidelberg, in the Milton office. If you made it to the new uh, NFL headquarters that day, you could. I know. I know. I could be a millionaire right now. <laughs> you, would, you would be. Literally, if I was there two days earlier, I could be a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> you think I wanted to kill myself before? <laughs> <laughs> I never really think it's good that I've put that out of my mind in my darkest hours. He's sitting in like a studio apartment in that basement one that's dark that you were talking about. (laughs) I could have been something doing, by the way, that summer that you're referring to Mm -hmm. at my most depressed, uh, Gaz and Dana beers came and filmed a document. I was in part of their documentary. Oh, the, uh, I was literally reliving the glory days. (laughs) That was for Barstool Gold, right? Yeah, Yeah. 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 At the time, I think it's on like YouTube now or something. But yeah, Barstool Gold was worth it just for rough and rowdy, and then they got rid of it. I thought it was a good idea. It was a good shot. Well, yeah, I guess it didn't work, but, but it seemed like, like a good idea. But like the, you could put even like the the dozen behind it. That, yeah, I was gonna say they could use it as a Patreon for everything. Yeah, because you know I mean, because the best part of it was you got every rough and rowdy. Right. So yeah, that could have worked out. But anyways, how did we get there? Oh yeah, it would be like me putting myself on that level. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense that John thinks like that. But not only does he think of himself that way, he also thinks it's 1992 where being on the Stern show at any level is relevant. Where it truly is not, Mm. (laughs) you know, like new people on Stern. Like there's a guy. I want to say his name is Chris Wilding. Does that name ring a bell with anyone? Anyone know who the fuck that is? No, but he's like one of their guys now, you know, and I think he's been there for a while at this point. So it's not the heyday of Stern, even though he thinks it is. And he's always like, ah, yeah, I was on Howard Stern. I was on the Tonight show. And it's like, that's kind of proof of how you bungled your career. I like you were on the biggest radio show of all time, the biggest late night show of all time. And now you're in a dirty apartment yelling at Carl and Shuley. (laughs) (laughs) It is funny though, that Stern is like so fascinating. In what way? It's just what he... I've never seen... I know it gets talked about a lot, but like, if you truly think about the fucking 180 this dude pulled, it is... Oh, I mean, it's it's, it's wild, but go listen to, I think, the la- the most recent episode of who are these podcasts. They broke down Stern. And I don't know if you know, Craig, last month was Cocktober. Mm-hmm. Where they do things with each other's cocks. <laughs> oh, so he's back. And that has that has spilled over into Cockvember. Uh, because Howard came in studio and wanted to do more cock-related things. So, no, the, 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 the phrase he's back is wrong. Because here's the weirdest part of what Howard has done. 
uh, like I remember Greg Poehler when he was in on KMS, mm-hmm. he was like, well, why? I mean, he's a 65 year old guy. Why can't he change and evolve? So the problem with Howard is he went on the view and said, he never said the N word. I mean, there's, there's hours. <laughs> we could literally do a, why you laughing episode called Howard Stern N word and just break down every time he said the N word. Yeah. Um, Jerry was talking about this either yesterday or the day before. And within four seconds, I had him in blackface on the screen. <laughs> but there's multiple occasions. Yeah, no. not, that's not just one video. I know. So he denies that that happened. Um, he kisses celebrities' asses. Like he used to call Jennifer Aniston a cunt. I know. And Ellen, he call his. He said uh, Jennifer Aniston had a smelly pussy, and that Ellen was a cunt. What? And now he has them on. He has dinner with Jennifer Aniston now. Ellen, he just pretends that shit didn't happen. So, but he stands by the Ellen comments. <laughs> no, no, no. He he has had Ellen on too. He, I love when you dance. That was his big thing. Oh yeah, he had, and he had um. Wasn't it her show where he was he was selling his book, being like, oh, oh yeah, he came out, he danced for, yeah, yeah, he sell yeah. out. A- <laughs> so, so they he's he's completely switched, but then also tries to do. He's also very out of touch. Uh, like I think the day Howard Stern, as we knew him, died. When I always compare him to Portnoy, like I think Portnoy is kind of like a modern day Stern in a way. Um. I think Kirk's show is a modern day Howard Stern show also, but the thing those guys never did is like completely lose touch where Howard has lost touch with his audience completely. And the greatest example of that is his battle with uh, Ari Shafir. Oh yeah. The podcast one. Yeah. Where he was, uh, he told uh, Ari Shafir that podcasting is irrelevant and that what you need to do to be in broadcasting is go work at an AM station in Kentucky to, you know, get your chops to pay your dues. Right. Like that's how you're supposed to do it. And Ari was like, that's not how it's done anymore. Like, don't you understand? It's changing just because you did that. You had to do that. You paved the way you should be celebrate. Take a victory lap. You paved the way for all of us, but because of you, we don't have to do that anymore. Literally no one does that anymore. That would be hurting. Like, I honestly thinking having this dumb podcast is better than if I was on some shitty radio station in Boston. An AM station yeah. for sure. Yeah. Honestly, even an FM station at this point. Yeah. It, Unless it's 98.5. Yeah. Even, even, um, EEI sometimes, I mean, it, it, they still get listeners, just not like it was and not in comparison. Yeah. But yeah. there's, there's what, like three stations maybe that make waves around here. Make waves is a stretch. When's the last time you heard about any of those stations? That's true. I mean, even, even uh, like sometimes, like Felger will say shit sometimes that I'll see on Twitter. Um. Oh uh, yeah, maybe I guess. I I don't see it. That Francesa account. What's his face? Uh, Funhouse. Yeah. Oh yeah, he goes after them a little bit now, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, yeah. I mean, it sucks for them probably, but I feel like him going after you. Is oh, I would s- think they like it. Yeah, it's probably a compliment in some ways. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Felger gives a fuck. He doesn't give I think a shit. Felger's smarter than Francesa in that way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he minds trolling necessarily. Yeah, there's a there's a producer at EEI that's been putting out pretty funny... Uh, or no, uh, not EEI, um, 98.5. Puts out, like, fake Maz and Felger and Maz clips for after the Patriots game every week. And it just nails... Hey, how do you mean Fake. Like, he'll just go up and be like, the Patriots suck. Like, he just does an impression of them. But oh, like, that sounds he, terrible. 
it, it is it's kind of funny because it's exactly what he it's like a very good imitation i guess pull it up i don't believe it oh fuck i don't remember his name i think i might have retweeted it once watch it's fitzy no no it's not fitzy <laughs> it's some producer for one of the shows in the afternoon i believe it's bonjour oh did that happen or did that get put, they got pushed again oh you didn't hear that today no oh we played it it was a they have a hell of a time on that show I, I started listening when you guys were already in calls and I listened from there. Oh on. yeah. No, go back and go back and listen the Bonjour thing was very fun. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to find this. I forget his name. I'll send, wow. <laughs> someone sent it to me. If you're listening, the warthog will find it. Yeah. He, he probably already has it. Um, oh, so the other thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, Ojeda. Yeah. He, um, he has been doing shows. Really? Yes. I still want to take credit for this. And like I said, if anyone knows better, please correct me. Um, but I think we got him off of YouTube. I think because of us, he left YouTube and is now exclusively on Facebook. I mean, oh, so it's actually it has to be people's real names. I think uh, I, I, I don't know if that's his logic, but I think so. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's funny. Yeah, not as many. Yeah, you can control the uh, trolls a little more on there. I mean, we can't take credit, but we can be the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, I mean, we came in pretty late in the game, but we we hammered it home. <laughs> I mean, the the timing was just too coincidental. I mean, it can't, yeah, it can't be a coincidence. He hasn't done a live stream on YouTube since then. Never announced it. Never said, oh, you guys will see me on Facebook from now on. There was nothing. He just disappeared. Same time as John, by the way. Right. That's why I was like, do they like have like a... Uh are they colluding somehow? It's amazing the lack of foresight. If you claim, like John claims he has millions of listeners and everything. Nope. <clears throat> Excuse me. But let's pretend he has thousands. <laughs> let's live in that world for a second. It's amazing where you built up an audience on this political show. All he talks is politics and trolls. He pays, his, his two topics are uh, politics and Carl from Who Are These Podcasts. Um, and, what's that? We have breaking news, I think, that I need to play. Oh, boy. What happened? It looks like Schaub is collabing with Barstool. <laughs> In what way? Rough and rowdy. Oh, you know what? I'm okay with that. That's the capacity that he should be in entertainment. Yeah, but there's a, there's a, I agree with that, but there's a pump up video or something that we oh, need. Oh, boy. Yep. All right. Yep. Are they going to act like he's funny now? Yep. Don't break my heart and have Dan Katz pretend Brendan Schaub is funny. That'll be terrible. That'll be terrible. I, I throw my PMT hat to the ground. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I was I was warned. I need to check this. So, Oof. all right, let's give it a watch. Welcome to Rough and Rowdy. Special announcement coming in hot. Added to Rough and Rowdy 19, December 9th. I put together one hell of a crew for the Calabas Fight Companion Show. We will be watching it live with the boys. We're talking Theo Vaughn, Joey Diaz, Rampage Jackson, myself. What is, he's doing a fight companion? 
I think that's actually a good idea. That's a great they idea. Stole Cullinane's idea. <laughs> Cullinane, just act from now on. Don't speak. Just act. They stole Cullinane's idea and gave it to Brendan Schaub. <laughs> wow. Wow. And the crew, he's got Joey Diaz, Theo Vaughn, Rampage Jackson. Yeah, some names in there. I'll watch that. I mean, that is, I can't, I can't shit on that decision. A, because they don't have to have Brendan Schaub there and pretend he's funny. Nope. And that's, I, I'm sure Brendan, I don't know if he's a great, the best fight analyst. I'm sure he's a hell of a lot better than that at stand, than stand up. Oh, for sure. I mean, he you know has I mean? like that seems like his wheelhouse breaking down he, fights. And when I was listening to him shit on Dana White, there were some funny moments where he's comparing yeah. him. Like, you know, he's dumping on the, he's biting the hand that feeds him with Joe Rogan. But that was the most coherent I've heard him. It's because he's confident in what he's doing. Yeah. And the most passionate that I've heard him. Like that was a moment where I was like, eh, he doesn't sound, he's not at his worst here. That's for sure. Well, I hope he kind of knows what he's doing. He was one of the top 10 best at that in the world. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't always make for a good analyst. Oh, uh, I don't know if he's a good analyst. Look at the amount of fucking stiffs that have been in the booth in the NFL. Mm. You know what I mean? Jason Witten was horrible. Yeah, I was just going to say, well, they have CTE, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, duh. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Shaw and the kids should look out. I hope they don't have a bow flex in the house. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, that's uh, that's not as bad as it could have been. Um, yeah. Uh, can, can you find for me? Mm-hmm. The video of Big Cat's coffee, the full video. With that that dog shit? Yeah, I'll find it. Yes. <laughs> you mean his actual dog, not dog shit, right? No, the coffee's oh, dog, oh, shit. dog shit. coffee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. This is amazing, by the way, for, for the folks at home that don't know. Craig innovated the idea of podcasts getting behind coffee. And now, imagine this. Barstool Sports is stealing... From Dave Cullinane and Craig Oconee. <laughs> what has become of the world? It's quite wild. <laughs> that these two men are setting the standard for Barstool Sports. Why the fuck can't I find this fucking commercial? Yeah, there's a video where Big Cat, it's like a 10 minute video, I think. The one when, he, like the commercial or an interview? <sighs> it's, it's, a, it's a mix of both. Where he's talking about the coffee and he gets very emotional talking about his dog. Oh, I think because she's about to die. I think she did die. Oh, this was filmed before. Oh, I get it. I don't know. On um, this is it, uh the making of Stella Blue Coffee? It's a minute and a half. No, that's not it. Um, Ten minutes. I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, if anyone has it in the, send it to us in the chat if you'd be so kind. I bet it's awesome coffee, but I, for this sake, it's shit. Oh, I love Big Cat, and I don't think he'd put his name behind anything that's subpar, but watching him talk about his dog is very funny to me. Um, Was Jerry emotional today about his dog? Yeah, kind of. He didn't cry, but yeah. Uh, when you're found, free shipping. Excuse me. Yeah, someone find that video and send it to me. It's not on Stella Blue Coffee's Twitter. Maybe it's on his. Try Big Cat's. Big Cat. We must find this. <laughs> It's that crazy? I think it is. Kirk didn't mean, me and Dave kept mentioning it, and Kirk was like, hey, you know, you get emotional. Yeah, or I think Kirk thought he was kidding. I don't think he is. 
kidding in oh the emotional part yeah no if his dog's dead and he was talking he loved that dog is this going to be burning the last bridge at like KFC and Portnoy hate me is that should I not do this he won't care that's the thing though he <laughs> he he gets it yeah so he liked the show by the uh, the other day by the way which I imagine was an accident right the blind mic project <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Probably. Funny if if he if Big Cat loved Ojeda talk. <laughs> <laughs> I need to come on. <laughs> I am not finding this fucking video. Someone will find it and send it to me right now, right, guys? Doesn't seem like it. Uh, go behind the scenes of the making of Stella Blue. Try, let's give it a try. There's. I doubt. It. I don't think this like, is it. But. Oh, this is it. No, this is it. Okay. It, it's the time at least checks out. Okay. Let me rip this so it doesn't fucking skip on us. All right. Do you. It's be worth it. Yeah, no shit. We're going to play this and be like, dude, this stinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, I, what I do like is there's three different blends, which is smart. Craig, we're a coffee connoisseur now. We just went. I like dark, so I'm cool with Does it. Does he but. grind his own beans is the question. Does he drink his own coffee? That's the other question. <laughs> well, he he's smart. They have pods, yeah, beans, and something else, some other kind, the drip um, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So, Han, that's downloading. Do you want to do you want to hear this eulogy real quick while that's finishing? Yeah. So, should you set it up or just play it? I want to just play it. Um, it is insane that this. Can you at least tell me what it is or who it is, or is it better if I don't know? It's a daughter eulogizing her father. Okay. All right. Let's give it a shot. This will this will lead nicely into uh, this person will not be as emotional as Dan Katz is in this video, so it'll be nice. But Dad, please know that while I am grateful and highly aware of all that you give in this family, I still don't miss you. When you died, I felt like there was a hole. I missed something, but it wasn't you. It was the idea of what you could become. I miss being able to hope and wish that one day you turn a corner and see the world from my perspective. I miss the idea that one day you might help me fight for the things that matter. I miss my fantasy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yep. Please tell me this isn't the direction. It's, I just started uh, The White Lotus. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen it? No. So I'm in season one, and uh, the woman that plays Tammy Taylor in Friday Night Lights is in it. Mm-hmm. And she's like a CFO, like a, a big shot at whatever company she works for. And uh, she's on vacation at the White Lotus Hotel with her kids. And the daughter is so cunty to her parents. <laughs> and I can't figure out if it's that that's what it's supposed to be, if I'm supposed to feel that way about her, or if I've gotten to the age where I'm like, don't disrespect your mother like that. Have a little fucking <laughs> this. <laughs> if I'm just an old man now. <laughs> Even if you feel like if the way that she feels is almost like, why did you even go? Is how I get from this. Well, I don't know. It's hit. She wanted to get this off her chest. I'm sure it was therapeutic. Is there a payoff to this or is it all just like this? I think there's a payoff. All right. Let's, let's find out. Then this is just a random lady at her dad's funeral. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me fight for the things that matter. I miss my fantasy of you. Because when you died, it solidified the fact that you'll never be what you could have been, but only what you are. And what you are is a racist, misogynistic, xenophobic, Trump-loving sister. Oh my God! <laughs> Did they, the, the family know she was going to do this? <laughs> Dude, I have no idea. So, this is exactly what I'm talking about. In, in White Lotus, 
the daughter fights back on everything the parents do and say like, shouldn't, well, why you're white. So why do you care? And it's like, I just want to fucking want to give her a smack <laughs> as Bob Ryan would have said back in the day. Dude. Uh, so I showed this to Jerry and he's like, I, he was so pissed. He was like, when I eulogized my dad, it was literally the best, like the biggest honor I've ever had in my life. I took it seriously. Yeah. Like, and then he hears this. Wait, it was her father, David Duke. Who, how could he have deserved this? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Because I will say this too. She's saying her dad's white. She doesn't look white. So. Oh boy. Maybe it's not her dad. Maybe, maybe the poor old man was duped. Yeah. He he hates, he hates, um, maybe he hates one specific black guy. He hates African Americans (laughs) so much. He fathered one. (laughs) All right. Let's keep going. I guess this is, why would you do this? <laughs> That's I, what I'm like saying. I said, the therapeutic angle I get, but it's not something you actually act out, I don't think. No, you go like punch a wall behind like backstage. <laughs> you, you go to his grave and say it to him when no one's around, you know? <laughs> Colonel Craig in the chat says, Ghost of Christmas Future, this is my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me back up a little. We gotta get that chunk in again. <laughs> I, I, we should maybe be making Colonel Craig stick more. I'm sorry. I should salute you when the program starts. <laughs> but you're General Gary. So good afternoon, I, Colonel. I have to. Good afternoon, General. The fact that she'll never be what you could have been, but only what you are. And what you are is a racist, misogynistic, xenophobic, Trump-loving, cis-straight white man. That is all you will ever be to me. And before you tell me Trump has penetrated funerals. <laughs> <laughs> Trump has gotten into and th- think about this. Trump ran originally six years ago, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, if it's a father of a girl this old, I cannot imagine six years defined his life. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> but that's what he's being reduced to is this six year span where he liked a guy who was president. Oh, dude, the worst part, I mean, the, the, we'll get to why it. Do we, I do feel bad because why do we have this video? It was posted on libs of TikTok, I think. Do you think she posted it? Like, fuck you, dad. <laughs> uh, it's on. It's on. I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research because I like want Lib, I guess I'm asking how did libs of TikTok get it? They just probably have sent, sent to them all the time. I don't know if the person whose TikTok this is was in the crowd and recording it. Because that's pretty douchey also. You know what I mean? Like to record this, like obviously it's wild and I'm glad he did record it, but it's like, she's having a moment. Like her dad died. I can imagine her regretting this. So to post it online is pretty shitty. Well, she could have also been like, you better fucking record this. I'm about to flame this motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what I'm wondering is did she post this? Like one last fuck you to the old man. Well, now that he's dead, I'm going to say how I really feel. (laughs) People. I think people give, Good, at least in the movies. I guess I haven't seen one personally, <laughs> but I'm imagining people with like frosty relationships with their father give, give decent eulogies. You know what I mean? Like I never understood the man. We didn't always get along, but he did this, this, and this. This girl argued with him about politics. <laughs> As he probably adopted or had, so he either adopted a, a, a black kid showing that he's not racist or he's married to a black woman and had a black kid. Are you sure she's not just like a darker skinned white girl or something? She, I don't know what I can say and I don't mean anything by it. Like she's got, oh boy. 
she's got an afro. Pretty well, so what? But white people have curly hair. Okay. What do you guys I think? think? Jewish. One in the chat for black, two, two for not. Well, come on. Let's you know what it. these people are going to say. I'll be giving these people's eulogies. <laughs> <laughs> you were a racist piece of shit. <laughs> Colonel Craig. <laughs> no offense, Colonel Craig. It's just the first name I could think of. <laughs> That's the rumor on the street anyway. This is misogynistic, xenophobic, Trump-loving, cis-straight white man. There's so many things. Was that a laugh? <laughs> no, there was, was I in the audience for this? Dude, and no? there, there's like slight. I'll go back a smidge. There's like groans, a laugh. Like I would fucking piss myself laughing. I'd be. I'd give her a standing O. <laughs> yes. I, I would. Fuck this guy. <laughs> this is funnier than anything I saw at Shab's fucking stand-up show. <laughs> oh, this is great. I, I wanted this girl to go on tour, roasting her dad. <laughs> Just read this over and over again. Yeah, the fuck Richard tour. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn's a piece of shit coming to Rhode Island. <laughs> and dad, before you tell me to respect the dead, please remember that you disrespected and disregarded the lives and deaths of entire communities of people with your ideology. You told me to never back down, so I won't. You know for a fact that even against you, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, so I'll listen to you. There's some mixed messaging here. Yeah. You're listening to him now, even though he was a piece of shit? To stand up to yourself, so you are? Why are you using his teachings? <laughs> he just, you just hear the casket go, oh. yeah. All right, to quote that cocksucker Farrakhan, <laughs> they're all termites. <laughs> Leave Kanye alone. <laughs> You told me to never back down, so I won't. You know for a fact that even against you, I'm not afraid to share my peace. You are everything I aspire not to be. And I refuse to Hold on, wait, wait. <laughs> he gave you some good life lessons. <laughs> Imagine at your dad's funeral going, you are everything I aspire not to be. Stand up for yourself. <laughs> Don't hold back. These are good values. <laughs> God, God forbid there's an afterlife. <laughs> Kirk was right, though. This is something I brought to the show today. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I, was like, I assumed Jerry gave a eulogy for his dog, which would have been awesome. <laughs> uh, he sort of did, I guess. Like this? No. <laughs> Toby, you were a racist. <laughs> you were a xenophobe. <laughs> <laughs> you won't eat the kibbles. <laughs> This is wild. <laughs> it's my favorite thing that's come out in a while. Oh, that's what I was saying. I'm sorry. God forbid there's an afterlife where this guy is looking down and saying, let's see what my beautiful angel says about me. He's like, oh my God. She never told me this while I was alive at all. Oh, no. <laughs> she would roll her eyes at the dinner table once in a while. <laughs> when I was in hospice, the last thing she said to me was, I love you, daddy. <laughs> That'd be great if this came out of left field, like if they had a beautiful relationship and everyone's like, what? What is happening? The most stunning thing, I think, is still to come. Okay. People with your ideology. You told me to never back down, so I won't. You know for a fact that even against you, I'm not afraid to share my peace. You are everything I aspire not to be, and I refuse to stand up here and sing the praises of a man who is the paradigm of white supremacy. <laughs> so I'll take my racist mindset. I'll Good lord. That wasn't it, but I just forgot about that part. 
paradigm of white supremacy. Yeah. Who was this man? That's what that's what the same question Jerry had. We like we need to find out more about this funeral. Yeah, was he just like a fu- fucking firefighter in you know, Jersey? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what power did he have over people? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> of a man who was the paradigm of white supremacy. So I'll take your racist mindset, I'll take your money, and I'll take your advice. And I swear to God I will make this world a better place. Not at all because of you, but in exact opposition to you. It seems kind of like because of him. <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's in the direct. He's inspired you to, to do this. <laughs> direct opposition. <laughs> all because of you, but in exact opposition to you. Okay. Thank you. Is there more? That's it. Oh, what was the best part that you were referring to? The best part was that people actually clapped afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't even, I was so baffled by it that I didn't really acknowledge that. Yeah, no, people are like, you yeah, racist piece of job. shit, stupid, dumb motherfucker. <laughs> Fucking great. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, very good. Very good. <laughs> uh, unreal. All right, now is Bookie. Uh, <laughs> will come up to say a few words about the money he owes him. <laughs> We never liked his daughter. We told him that. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Ladies and gentlemen, all right, thank you. His daughter just gave a lovely speech. Now his mistress is going to join us. I know a lot of you probably didn't know she existed, but uh, she'd like to say a few words. (laughs) 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 They are quite literally burying this guy. The only way that like, this girl can be saved is she, she comes out and be like, my dad used to get like three knuckles in when I was young. <laughs> that would be like the only defense. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Then I'll allow it. Yeah. <laughs> that's like the only defense though. <laughs> it would. I thought when you said the best hasn't come yet, I thought she was going to be like, nah, I'm a fucking around. He was an all right guy. <laughs> no, the best part is people would have been hysterical. That would have been, that would have been great. But the fact that people clapped, I enjoyed more. They're like, yes. <laughs> well, when this girl is at uh, the, the garden, I will pay to see her. I'd, I'd go. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'd be like, do me next. <laughs> Whatever this girl's name is, Lindsay eulogizes America. It's the opposite of like Jeff Ross and his roasting thing. We had six different like roasting shows. Yeah. 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 It's eulogizing all of her enemies. It's <laughs> <laughs> the name of the episode. Eulogizing our enemies. Now, I have to say. What did Ari Shafir get canceled for again? <laughs> Saying uh, Kobe was a rapist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he, was, he wasn't fucking Kobe's daughter. <laughs> this, is, this girl should be canceled. <laughs> I don't know what she's from yet, but she'll find something. Good Lord. She'll definitely find work. Oh, well, that was good. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad we saw that. <laughs> oh, now we got to play a much more. Now, listen. That was a little girl who was raised by this man. Obviously stayed in touch with him her entire life. Probably lived point, in his seems. house, ate his food. I assume lived in his house. Uh, you know, and they had a father-daughter relationship. Now here's a man talking about his dog. <laughs> There's nothing like the dog that's been a part of your life for a really long time. She's been, you know, moving from Chicago to New York, two kids. She's not, you know, <laughs> yeah. the center. I think he's talking about his wife. Two kids. <laughs> I can't fault he's not a him. single mother, Dan. I can't fault him for this. 
I can't. Neither can I. He's the he's a very nice guy. I have all the horse shit I usually say. No, but there's but dogs, I, dude. Some about dogs. Yeah, it's kind of funny, but I like, find the whole dog thing, and maybe it's because I don't have a dog, but I find it a little over the top the way we treat dogs. If you had a dog, you'd understand. I just watched uh, Neil Brennan's new stand-up special. Very good until the end. He would appreciate this video. Put it yeah. that way. <laughs> um, I thought it was very funny, but he has a bit about dogs and like dog people, you know, avid dog owners. That is very funny. <laughs> that I think you should check out. I will. But yeah, Jerry Some today said. Jerry said, "Yeah, I spent my day crying yesterday." <laughs> he said, coming "From Jerry's voice, yeah, it's the best." But he's like. Uh, He's like, uh, there's, there's a few times a guy can cry. He's like, when a parent dies and a dog. Oh, I don't, I don't fault someone for crying. I don't fault Big Cat for crying because his dog died. I cried. My cat died. And I cried. Um, Cats suck. But, well, listen, hey, don't make me cry again. This was a, this was a good one. <laughs> I wouldn't get another one, but that was a good one. That was like one I had since I was um, eight years old, probably. Um, So, like, I can understand getting emotional. What's funny is that he... He recorded this and then had to look at a producer and say, perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Let's post it. <laughs> uh, should we play a little more? Or are we out on this? I don't want to make fun of Big Cat if, uh, if the room's not on board. <laughs> my thing is like, I've had dogs my whole life, so I relate to this. <laughs> in my head, I'm... Well, in you my can't understand how I find it funny. Well, go back and listen. <laughs> He says she moved a lot and had two kids <laughs> through two Do kids. Not birth them. <laughs> Rico is at Barstool through like three presidencies. Do the same thing. <laughs> In my head, I'm slightly going, Mike's a monster. <laughs> Maybe I am. Maybe I'll get a lot of backlash. On this one. But just, I want to hear this one line again. To just, hopefully people will understand me. Back it up. Yeah. There's nothing like the dog that's been a part of your life for a really long time. She's been you know, moving from Chicago to New York, two kids. She's not, you know. Does, it, does that not sound like he's trying to portray her as a single mother? <laughs> she's part of the family. It's, she's seen you a know, lot. She has to drive him to soccer practice, and then she comes home to a dirty house. I mean, my God, the work, it's the hardest job in the world. <laughs> you know, when you, get, when you have a dog, especially as long as he has, like, he was a poor and then Stella was there. Now he's a right. bajillionaire. Stella was. You're missing. You're missing my point here. <laughs> I'm, I'm defending this fucking guy. <laughs> does anyone in the chat agree with me? Someone back me up here. And it's hilarious to eulogize her in that way. That's all. I understand him crying and everything. But listen, <laughs> people aren't on board. I guess I'm a man of the people. I'll go with whatever people say. But I find it very funny. The uh, the chat split. We got uh, Edward Michael saying bury him. Um, <laughs> box eating dad is saying he's explaining how his dog has been a part of his life through the most important parts of his life you dumb fuck <laughs> <laughs> two kids <laughs> he was there for his two kids births Stella did she provide a lot of support did she say hey like you know what you gotta do it's the worst you gotta get on their sleep schedule you know what she did Otherwise, she probably you're not gonna be <laughs> she probably laid in the room and watched the door make sure no one comes what in advice and to the dog harms, harms the child <laughs> Uh, keep playing a little bit. <laughs> All right. Wait, where's my mouse? There it is. The attention anymore. So I thought this logo and this coffee name would be a perfect way to make sure that she does live forever. Oh, yeah. That's how long the coffee brand's going to be around. And then to make a few for us. 
Is that, are you doing this for free? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's purely to honor my dog. No other reason. I, w- I want to point out too, um, Callahan Coffee, uh, cheaper. Just saying. Well, go buy Callahan Coffee. Callahan Coffee. Drink it every morning. It's delicious. All right. Well, I, I feel like if I continue, it's going to sound mean because you guys aren't <laughs> on board. And I like Big Cat. I just found the video funny as all. <laughs> I, I'll, have to, I'll have to study this and get back to you. But so People far, I'm like, before it was so far, I'm like, God damn, dude, he lost his dog. She's an overworked mother. <laughs> He's also a coffee mogul. You know, she went through law school. <laughs> she had to work two jobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what he was saying, damn it. What stress did this dog have on it? That's not what he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll leave it alone. I didn't realize everyone was so sensitive. I'm sorry. <laughs> Terribly sorry. <laughs> I just mocked a woman burying her father for 10 minutes, and you guys are like, don't make fun of this dog. <laughs> no, we make fun of that stupid bitch who did that in front of people. <laughs> and then anyone that went, that was that was great. Yes. Wow. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> they'll protest a Trump rally, but they'll clap at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, good Lord. Yep. Well, it's been a fun show. It was fun. Wasn't there something else we wanted to get to? Oh, quickly. Uh, I can play that part of the Ojeda. Um. Oh, yeah. Let's see. So people told us we missed out on uh, part of that video. I made you guys sit through the video. Then uh, Craig wanted to bail. So I said, all right, fine. Craig runs the ship. That's not true. By the way, by the way, I have to say uh, that video, mm-hmm. the clip you responded with on Twitter, did it on my phone. Did a lot more harm to you than good. It did it on my phone. Plus, because I asked this guy to clip something from the show, it takes him six weeks. <laughs> so yeah. Remember, this is a clip from uh, when we talked about Larry King dying. We're we're, we're oh, in a comp. Thanks. We're in a comp. Just got it to me. <laughs> we're in a competition. Who's gonna tap? Mike tapped. I remembered the time. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that's how it happened. <laughs> Anyways, uh, people told us we missed out on this some Ojeda juice. So I guess we got to play it a little bit. I have 550 cord because you know what? You never know when you may find yourself not able to get accommodations and you may have to make yourself a lean-to in the park to sleep for the night. So this right here works perfect. Okay. A what? A lean-to? What the hell is that? I'm guessing like a tarp. Like So Richard Ojeda is saying to the masses, his, his viewing public, you never know when you go on vacation in Europe. It's pretty good shot. You could find yourself under a tarp in a park. <laughs> is that what he's saying? Yeah. <laughs> that, that is very bizarre. You know, you know, all those people that go, uh, you know, uh, to a different country on a trip and they don't have sleeping accommodations set up beforehand. Well, that's what I'm saying is who's booking this Europe trip and you might not have shelter. Yeah. And, and he's like, yeah, you know, you got to make one of those tents with a tarp. That's what, when we went to uh, Vegas a few weeks ago, I was like, you know, I mean, we'll, maybe we can find a hotel or worst case, we'll sleep on Fremont Street. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go to the exact place my mom was standing when shots started and sleep sleep there. Well, that would be a hotel actually. (laughs) (laughs) Stop by the Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Was there more to that or no? Uh, Not really. Okay. I mean, he's just going to tell us to wear flip-flops now. Uh, well, go watch the video yourselves if you want to, I guess. 
<laughs> we we danced enough for you, didn't we? We made a show See, out of this horse shit. Yeah, when they when when that message came across that we missed that, I was mad at myself. I was bummed. Yeah, yeah. And then I heard it, and I went, "Oh, I mean, granted, we would have we would have laughed. We would have had a lot of fun with that. But the moment has passed. I think right. And we would have gotten up. we would have gotten. It's not on the guy that told us. It's on us. Right. We would have gotten stuck on that comment forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> but because uh, it is baffling, they, like. <laughs> Does Richard not have a hotel booked? <laughs> I mean, there's already like the speculation was that he stayed in hostels, but you have to book those. Those aren't they're, they're not like ah yeah we might have a room for you or we might make you sleep in the park. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> Either one. Um. Oh, by the way, speaking of political giants, uh, I think the official candidate of the Blind Mike Project. And why are you laughing? Uh, I think if you support either of those programs, um, I have a lot of influence, much like Joe Rogan. So you're going to have to do what I say because I am a podcaster. And uh, in November 2024, we will be voting Hinckley. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> What's the name of his party? Hold on, let me pull this up. Now, this is scary. This is actually a little scary because when John Hinckley was released, it's ridiculous that they released a guy who shot the president. No. <laughs> but, but, hey, he's just a crazy guy playing his songs, you know? Let him, let him do him, I guess. Maybe he really has changed. Now he's getting back into politics. Yeah, he tweets out a picture of what I can only describe as him trying to do a Johnny Cash impression. He tweeted out a picture of Reagan's grave. (laughs) (laughs) I won. (laughs) And I'll win in 2024. Trump, you don't want me to not like you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But he tweets out, I'm starting the National Redemption Party. Oh. (laughs) We are going to get what's his. Yeah, yeah. We are for peace, love, racial equality, LGBTQ rights. He forgot the plus. That's a big deal. Um, abortion rights, the Green New Deal. We oppose the mob that controls the music industry. <laughs> you took a hard left. <laughs> to join I the- wonder who he's talking about, by the way. I don't think it's the Italian mob, if you know what I mean. This is the fucking funniest part. <laughs> this is the funniest part. To join the NRP, send address to... John Hinckley 413 at yahoo.com to receive membership. Is he in Massachusetts? I was going to say, is he in Western Mass? Those are my stomping grounds. That's my area. Oh, no. (laughs) Never mind. I'm done. I'm done uh, trashing him. He's that close. (laughs) Forget it. Forget him. Him starting the National Redemption Party is much scarier than OJ saying, I got some getting even to do. But imagine sending this guy your fucking... He got to the president. He can get to any of us. Right, yeah. I mean, he probably doesn't have the resources he once did, but... A gun? I guess that's all you need, yeah. That's all he needed. Yeah. Apparently he was um, a suck-ass shot. Yeah, so we're voting Hinckley. I guess we're going to have to. We're on the side of justice. To make my life easier when I have to decide... I also thought my Italian mob line deserved more. I, 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 I missed it. All right. Um... It was a joke about the Jews. <laughs> Kanye 2024. Probably probably landed then. Um, <laughs> all right, folks. Blindmike.net. <laughs> oh, and go to verygoodshow.org tonight, right? Yep, tonight, eight, o- live. 8 o'clock, we'll be uh, live on there Patreon. Be a special treat. I think you're, you're uh, shooting your wad here. 
Yeah, but I feel like whatever. It's I don't care. It happened. That's a that's a spirit, <laughs> folks. If you like that attitude, if that gets you going, if that gets your juices flowing, hop over to verygoodshow.org. And if you want to support this program, make sure you go to blindmike.net, Patreon, merch. We got merch, baby. Merch, baby. Um, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. Craig's Twitter. My Twitter. All the links you're ever looking for <laughs> are at blindmike.net. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Anything else? Anything in the chat before we sign off here? Uh, people already changed their name to Hinkley 2024. So yeah. Add away, baby. Finally, they're listening to me. <laughs> it's 550 rope. <laughs> Get it? We're going to flood the streets. <laughs> that is that is what uh, Ojeda said. He's got 550 rope. So Is it really? That's funny. It must have been. He must have got it from here. <laughs> I, uh, my buddy Bruce Mittman sent it to me. <laughs> we disagree politically, but. I would, dude, if I found that out, I would have literally been like, excuse me, and put my headphones down and went to his office and sat down. <laughs> we need you for a moment. <laughs> no, I would have been like, we need to talk right now. <laughs> I need this guy in studio tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, we're flooding the streets with our Hinkley. Tw- when our leader, Johnny, says the time is right. Uh, we will strike. Yes. I like it. All right. Do we have the new outro or is it the sh- sh- abridged version? The other one is at my house. Damn it. It's done, but I have that one. It's basically the same thing. All right. Well, well how about our holiday music? Do you have that queued up? Which, 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 this is the one with the. I want. Where, where, where's Gustin? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Garrison? <laughs> so, by the way, I just want to point out, there's been two times since then that we've done special music without Gustin. I noticed the election was one of them. Yep. Yeah. Well, you've know. just broken him. He's a broken man. He knows he's not going to get it. Well, I was going to put Gustin in, and he just spoke immediately as soon as the music started, and there was nowhere to put it. He can't trust you anymore. I guess. Yeah. This guy... This guy's buried. He's burying Pete Gustin. You, you're notoriously hate legally blind guys, and he knows that. <laughs> the, the big wave for Montante to produce Jerry's show. Well, listen. Yep. I support Craig all the way. Ironhead. 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 <laughs> what was the uh, what was the chant in? Um, uh, oh, is that next week's Quincy? All right. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know which one that is. I, need, I, might, I might actually need Come to add. Quincy's, by the way, folks. Yeah. I might have to add that to the outro of the show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. If you can find it in a fit, sometime. But, oh, all right. Because we actually, we should have Quincy in there in some form. Yeah, we should. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the battered, battered kids is my business. <laughs> yeah. Add, add that. Add the full garrison. We got a real, we need a big outro here. Yeah. I'm going to have to keep. I'm going to have to keep this somewhere because I'm assuming it's just going to keep being added to. By the way, when people are uh, listening to this, it will be available for free, I think. By any chance, did you hear Monday night's Legion of Skanks? Was Chappelle on it? (laughs) Funny you should ask. So Lewis is part of some documentary that like Tucker Carlson is doing on comedy. Nice. He said he didn't know if he should do it. He was like worried it was going to be a right wing thing. But he said like Norton's involved and Gnome from the Comedy Cellar. So he said yes to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she she does the interview with him and it goes very well. And then she says, uh, hey, can I have Shane and Dave's numbers? 
So he said, absolutely. And he sends him Shane's number and then sends him Dave Smith's number. And she goes, um, okay. And you two, uh, like you two are close. Like if I mention your name, the Dave, they'll know what I'm talking about. And he goes, Oh, that guy's the closest thing I have to a brother. Oh no. I know what's happening in my head. (laughs) So, so then Dave Smith gets a text and this woman is like, uh, Hey, we love to have you on this documentary. And she's saying things like your place in comedy is so important. And Dave's like, you know, I have a nice libertarian base, I suppose. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, she says, you have really, um, uh, open doors for people like Shane Gillis. And he's like, well, we do have him on my podcast every so often. (laughs) He's feeling good about himself. And so, but he doesn't respond. He said he forgot, he forgot why, but he just didn't respond by happenstance. And so uh, Monday comes around and she gets another text. Dave gets another text from this same lady and she goes, Hey, just wanted to circle back and follow up about the interview. Uh, Really hope you can do it. By the way, great job on SNL this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So on the podcast, they go back and they're like, why would she think you were Dave Chappelle? It doesn't make any sense. They go back in the loose's texts. Oh, attached to the can I have Dave's number text Mm -hmm. was a, an article about Chappelle that she wrote. So she was like, is there any way you could get me in touch with him basically? But he just assumed because she said, Dave, that you meant Dave Smith. (laughs) (laughs) And so what they did was patch in Dan Soder who does a pretty good Chappelle impression. Oh. <laughs> they three-way called him and muted Dave's phone. So this woman did a full interview with Dave Chappelle. Oh. Where, where Dave Chappelle, only every question she asked, Chappelle would circle back to how much he respects Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> It was, they did a very good job. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and you were watching it all happen in real time. So it was pretty, it was pretty funny. So I recommend uh, going to watch that. Oh, that's great. Yeah. All right. We made it through this one. I think this actually ended, wound up being a pretty good episode. Great episode. If I do, if I could pat myself on the back. Me too. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. And uh, we'll talk to you. I don't know. Whenever. We'll talk to you next time. Sappers clear the way, everyone all the way. Rock on. Stop the baloney, huh?